Hey you, you're listening to episode 176, where we're chatting all about exogenous ketone usage with diabetes type 2, the benefits of exogenous ketones, how exogenous ketones help with fasting, and like so many more things, you're just going to love this episode, I feel like. If you have questions about today's content, you can head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. I use many of your questions to come up with the themes for the show. So if you're wanting to hear from me about anything that's bothering you, that you're struggling with, that you think I should talk about on the podcast, head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact, submit your idea, and I will for sure read it and try to incorporate it into the show. Now you can grab all the links and resources and everything that I'm going to be sharing in today's episode by going to ketodietpodcast.com. I got two cool things for y'all today. The first is that I'm going on tour starting August 20th. I'm going to a bunch of U.S. and Canadian cities. So if you haven't already RSVP'd, there are a couple locations that are getting pretty full on their RSVPs. We will have to shut down registration if it gets too, too full uh, because I want to make sure that everyone gets a seat. But you can go to ketodietbook.com slash tour. See if your city is on that list or you can make a little tiny drive to come meet me. I can't wait to hang out with you. And if you're unfamiliar, if you've never been to a book tour before, basically you show up, I'll be there. I'll talk for a little while, about 45 minutes. I'll answer questions for about 45 minutes to an hour. And then we'll have time to just hang out. We'll take selfies. I'll sign your book. You don't need a book in order to attend. Just show up and we will have a blast. The second thing is that we're nearing the end of our selfie giveaway. All you got to do is take a picture of yourself with a copy of your Keto for Women book and use the hashtag Keto for Women and you'll be instantly entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Now this is open to all people everywhere. And when you use the hashtag Keto for Women, I'm also donating 25 cents to upwithwomen.org. Okay, let's do this thing. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. Starting and maintaining keto can be challenging without the right support. So just for listening to the podcast, I want to give you 20% off the keto beginning with the coupon code KETOPODCAST. That's all one word. This 30-day program gives you a clear step-by-step how-to so you can quickly adapt to a ketogenic diet, avoid common struggles, and get the results you crave. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin to get your keto beginning discount today. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet, founder of happyketobody.com, or maybe you know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Cool. Okay. So the question I like to ask everyone before we get started is, what does keto mean to you? Oh, that is a really big question for me. Um, so it means a healthier life for my family. So my husband has type 2 diabetes, um, and that's the whole reason we started this keto journey, because anybody that's had experience with type 2 diabetes knows that it's an extremely, one, debilitating disease, and two, expensive disease. And so it just means a better, healthier life for my family. It means that my husband and I will get to be around to play with our great-grandbabies, barring, you know, 
crazy act of God, or we don't get hit by a bus, you know, that kind of thing. And just a better quality life for my husband. Um, that's just, it's so huge for that. Yeah. And it's so amazing that, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys didn't know what keto was and then he got diagnosed and then you found keto. Yes. And what was it like for you? Did initially, were you like, okay, he's going to do the keto thing and I'm just going to eat the way I've been eating? Or was it a family affair from the very beginning? It was a family affair from the start. So it's funny because we kind of, um, when he was diagnosed, we stumbled across keto through the four hour body by Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you've you've read that or not, but I've done it. So exactly. So that's like Bible thick book. But my husband was reading through it because he kind of has a, a crush on Tim Ferriss because Tim Ferriss is amazing. But he was reading through it. He was like, hey, this looks like it could be something that could help. And so I, being a nerd, like went into research mode and he helped me with the research and we found that it was um, an amazing option for type 2 diabetes, as well as just health in general. And so when you started, was his protocol different from yours? Or did you all just do the same thing together? Um, well, when we started, we were actually living on a college campus. Um, we were resident directors for some dorms. And so part of our pay was we ate in the cafeteria for free. So we got all of our food for free. And so we had to kind of finagle um, our diet around what was available to us. And so my husband is the type of person who can eat the same thing every single day for the rest of his life and be fine. Like he doesn't need any variety. Whereas I'm like, nope, can't eat the same thing in two meals in a row. So um, we kind of had to work through that as far as being in the cafeteria. So he kind of went on his own thing and did, you know, ate chicken and broccoli for, (laughs) you know, for however many meals. Um, And he, I mean, he would change things up, but I was just like, I got to have something different. So we were doing keto together, but differently, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And oh my gosh, I get this question all the time. How, how can I do keto while I'm eating food that's supplied to me from school? Any tips? like totally to go off track for a second. <laughs> totally go off track. Um, you really have to get creative. We ate a lot of salad um, and people don't realize that there are a lot of vegetables that are allowed on keto. So a lot of people think it's just meat and cheese, um, which is great. I love meat and cheese. That's more um, along the carnivore lines, but you can have a lot of vegetables, um, especially if you do net carbs versus total carbs, because the fiber kind of cancels things out there. Um, So I ate a lot of salads because we had this huge salad bar and it really just depends on what you have available to you, I guess. Um, We had a grill that was available to us in the cafeteria and I could order, I could say, hey, can you just grill me a chicken breast? They, I think now because society is going more towards like gluten-free, dairy-free, like this kind of movement in that direction, I feel like if you just ask at the, at the counter or at the grill, they're probably going to be willing to work with you on it. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. And so you started eating keto as a family. When did you start incorporating fasting or did you, when did intermittent fasting become a thing? That became a thing after we moved. So we live in Kansas City, Missouri. So we moved from this college in little tiny town, Kansas to Kansas City, Missouri. So about a year and a half ago. Um, And that's when we really started incorporating the fasting. Um, I had some friends kind of introduce me to that. Um, And I didn't really know how well keto and fasting or intermittent fasting went hand in hand. 
So about a year and a half ago, we started with like the 14 to 15 hour fast. Um, and because my husband being a type two diabetic, he's been told his whole, the whole time he's had the diabetes that he needs to continually eat something to keep his blood sugar level stable. Well, with keto, your blood sugar levels stay key, stay stable. So you can kind of work into a longer fast. So that's kind of what we did. We built from the 14 hour fasting up into now we do OMAD, which is one meal a day, um, including my husband who is still, he's still considered a, diabe a diabetic. We haven't reversed it yet, um, but he does do OMAD. We eat one meal a day on weekdays and usually two meals a day on weekends. Wow, what a shift from the way you used to eat, right? Yes. And I want to touch on the OMAD just for a second because so I get a ton, a ton of questions from especially type 2 diabetics who are like, but I get so dizzy. I don't know how I can do that. My blood sugar level is going to tank. I'm going to pass out. Well, if you work into it, your body adapts. You, the body is so amazing. Like it was designed to be able to function in a way that we could, you know, most of the time don't even understand. So the fact that you can build up into that as a type two diabetic is totally amazing and it can be done. You just need to work into it slowly. It, we did this over a process of about six months. So. Yeah. I'm glad that you did that preface. That's really important. Back to today's episode in a sec. Did you know it's possible to enjoy a glass or two of wine and stay in ketosis? Yeah, that's right. Dry Farm Wines is the first wine club that sources wines with zero sugar, so you can drink your wine and not compromise your ketones. Plus, Dry Farm Wines curates only the highest quality natural wines from small, sustainable family farms. Their wines are organic, dry farmed, and naturally low in alcohol with zero additives and zero carbs. Listeners of the podcast can add an extra bottle of wine to their first Dry Farm Wines order for just one one penny. Sign up for your first case now by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash wine. Unsure of the link? Simply check out the show notes of today's episode to get all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. And how did activity play um, when you first started keto to into those six months? Were you active or not? Were you just focusing on let's just like eat well? Um, in the beginning, we were focusing on eating well. And again, we kind of built into the activity levels. So my husband was a minister. He was a pastor, a youth pastor. Um, and so we worked into like playing games with the kids and the youth group and things like that. Um, and then he shifted into now he works in a warehouse. So he is constantly on his feet, slinging boxes all day. I mean, he's constantly moving. And I actually do bikini body mommy on youtube it's just a 20 minute hit workout every single day hit is high intensity interval training and so we worked into that as well gradually over a period of about seven or eight months okay cool okay so then when did exogenous ketones start to play a role we got introduced to exogenous ketones in september of 2017 um, we had no idea that they even existed at that point. Um, we, again, this is it's so funny because God just kind of dropped stuff in our laps. So we kind of stumbled across exogenous ketones on a Facebook post of some friends, actually. It's, it's so funny. But my husband found it and he was like, hey, have you ever heard of this? And I was like, no, what is it? And he showed it to me. I was like, I don't know, whatever, just I'd, no, I had bigger things to worry about at that time because we were looking for jobs. We were trying to find a house. It was just a crazy time in our life. 
And so he was, he kind of behind the scenes did some more research on them. And he came back to me about a week and a half later and was like, hey, I think we need to try these exogenous ketones. And I was like, okay, whatever. So we got some and we tried them and, and I was like, okay, yeah, this could be life changing for us. <laughs> um, because they, they just allow you one, so much more freedom in what you choose to eat on the ketogenic diet, they have allowed my husband um, to better control his blood sugar levels as a type two diabetic. Um, and I wanna uh, emphasize that I'm talking about type two diabetes anytime I refer to diabetes because type one is a whole nother monster that doesn't even come into play when I, in what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, so when we started drinking the exogenous ketones, that's when we started really seeing the improvement in his A1C, in his blood glucose levels on a daily basis. They were stable, like they were completely stable all the time. He came off of his metformin after we started drinking exogenous ketones. It's just been amazing. And for me, I work three jobs. I'm a teacher. <laughs> I teach middle school and high school. I teach online college classes. And I have I run my own online business. Um, I also have a five-year-old daughter. Whoa. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit busy. But the exogenous ketones really built up my energy. They built up my they helped build up my stamina. They helped me sleep better. There were just so many huge benefits for me when I started drinking them on top of eating the eating the keto way of eating. Cool. Okay. So how do you use them? Like some people say, oh, I can't stand them in water. Other people add them to coffee. Other people like what, what's your, what's your go-to way to use them? So for me, I personally add them to water and then I add like flavored crystal light to it. I know like some people are like, oh, crystal light, it's got some chemicals in it, but I got to like find my balance. You know what I mean? Um, and so I have several different flavors of exogenous ketones that I love and I add crystal light to them to bring the flavor up because I have a sweet tooth. So it makes them a little more sweet, but my husband drinks them in almond milk, like unsweetened almond milk. We have some chocolate ones that we put in our coffee. There's just so many different ways you can mix and match things with exogenous ketones, depending on the flavor. And what time of day, like, are you a, are you the type, like with me, I do my exogenous ketones when I fast. That's like my time to do them. But what's your, what's your special secret sauce? <laughs> my secret sauce. So I drink one every day in the morning. I actually have a cup of them right now. So I drink one every single morning. I don't eat breakfast. Um, I intermittent fast. Like I said, we do OMAD. So I drink one every single morning and then because I get really hangry and I can't yell at my students when I'm hangry, <laughs> I usually, right, listen, I feel like all the mamas and the teachers in the world know this. Yeah. Um, so I drink another one around one o'clock um, because it helps suppress my appetite as well. Um, and I want to emphasize that it's okay to feel hungry every once in a while. Our bodies weren't designed to eat all the time. They weren't designed to be to stay healthy while you're eating constantly. And if you think about it in the past, before we had this agricultural and technological revolution, we were very much dependent on the agriculture and the seasons. And, you know, when things couldn't grow, you had to go out and kill your food and you weren't eating constantly. You were fasting and your body was designed to keep you alive during that fast. So I, I'm, again, I'm such a nerd because I'm a teacher. So I love doing all of this research. So I just want to let people know, like there's a difference between appetite and hunger and it's okay to feel hungry every once in a while. It's not going to kill you. So when I say I use it as an appetite suppressant, it makes 
I'm talking about appetite, not hunger, because appetite is when I'm like, oh, I've been pre-programmed my whole life to need to eat three meals a day. And so when noon, one o'clock comes around, my body and my brain are like, oh, you're supposed to be eating right now. Well, not necessarily. So that's why I add in that second drink um, around one or two to suppress that feeling so that I can get through that fast for the day and make sure I stay on that OMAD track. I hope you're totally digging this episode. I love putting these together every week and I hope you're getting something out of it. I love seeing where you're listening from. So next time you're listening or even right now, take a picture of yourself watching the show or a screenshot of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram at healthful pursuit. And if social isn't your thing, that's totally fine. Just jump on your favorite podcast player and leave a review for the show. Okay, back to the good stuff. What are some benefits that you didn't expect with exogenous ketones? Like when your husband was like, I think we need to try this. And you're like, okay, buddy, this is probably going to just waste money. <laughs> but thanks and I for that. Alone was like a skeptic. I was against it. I was like, we don't have the money right now. We're looking for jobs. Yeah. I was the same way. Like, why do you need to do this? Just eat keto. Like what's the big deal. But what was like the major thing that like got you hooked that you weren't expecting? So two things really, one was the energy because when I, so when I was in grad school, I was at one point, I was up to 10 cups of coffee a day just to function in grad school. It, it was awful. I was, I didn't feel good. I, my stomach hurt all the time, but I couldn't function without that caffeine because I was working um, 60, 80 hours a week and going to school full time and dating my future husband. And like, so grad school was kind of crazy. So I had to wean myself off of that. Um, but when I started drinking exogenous ketones, the third day I had drank them in a row, I didn't go for my second cup of coffee. Like I forgot about it. And I was like, whoa, like something happened. And the only thing I had changed in those three days was that I had drank some exogenous ketones. Like that was it. So that was a big thing for me was the energy that I wasn't expecting to feel. And then two is my skin. It's like helped my skin so much and my daughter. So I have a five-year-old daughter. She drinks exogenous ketones as well. They are safe from, we like to say from womb to tomb. So for any age, uh, she drinks them as well. She has a skin disorder called um, keratosis pilaris. Um, it's, an infl it's an inflammatory skin disorder um, and it is starting to help clear that up. Um, because it's reducing the inflammation associated with that skin issue. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. And I get that question a lot from parents. And I, I always say, if I were a parent, my kid would totally be having these. <laughs> she, drinks, she drinks them every single day, just like we do. Cool, cool. And so what about your movement practice? And how do you use exogenous ketones with workouts? And how do you master that? So I, depending on the day and how long it's been and how crazy my kid is, um, I'll drink some exogenous ketones during my workout because I already have some in my body, but HIIT workouts really take it out of you. I mean, they are intense. There's a reason it's called high intensity um, because they are intense. And so that energy comes into play. It gives me the energy to continue to get or to get through that com workout completely. Because before, when I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle, I would try to work out and I just quit in the middle of it because I was just like, I can't do this. I'm so tired. But also it helps with muscle preservation because when your body depletes its glycogen stores, which is 
glucose stored in the body. Um, it goes to the muscles to get energy because it thinks it's starving. So it goes to the muscles to pull out the glycogen out of the muscle tissue, which is not what you want. So if you're supplying your, bodies with, your body with exogenous ketones while you're working out, it, the body will use those exogenous ketones as an energy source instead of pulling the glycogen out of your muscles, and therefore it preserves your muscles. Yep. Totally. Awesome. And okay. So I should have asked this before and I wasn't thinking going back to your husband, diabetes type two, have you chatted with a doctor about using exogenous ketones? Because I'm sure if you have, there's gotta be a doctor that was like, don't supplement with ketones. Are you nuts? Ketoacidosis, blah, blah, blah. Have you experienced that? (laughs) Well, it's funny because we have the doctor that diagnosed him. She was amazing. she she delivered my child. She was my doctor. She was his doctor. She was just so great. And when she diagnosed him, he told, um, she actually recommended keto for us. So that's where we started. I know, right? You don't. Oh, like- that's so great. What's her name? <laughs> she is in Sterling, Kansas. Her name is Stacy Dashiel. Well done, Stacy. <laughs> and so uh, she actually recommended keto, which was amazing. And so then when we told her we were drinking exogenous ketones, she was like, yeah, if it works, get on board. But most doctors are not like that. Most doctors, especially with when you say diabetes, are, are so cautious when they hear the word ketones, because like you said, uh, diabetic ketoacidosis. And this is more prevalent in type one diabetics because they are completely insulin dependent. Their bodies don't produce insulin at all most of the time, but it can also happen to type two diabetics depending on how insulin resistant they are. So ketoacidosis is when ketones and sugar are present in the bloodstream at the same time. Okay. It's so Um, When sugar is present in the bloodstream, your body is meant to produce insulin to take that sugar out of the bloodstream into your cells, right? Well, if you have uh, low insulin uh, sensitivity um, and high insulin resistance, well, then that sugar doesn't get taken out of the bloodstream. And if there's ketones present in the bloodstream at the same time there's sugar present, that's when you go into diabetic ketoacidosis, which can be a deadly, deadly condition. So that's why diabetics get really, really nervous when you say, when you start throwing the word exogenous ketones around. But if you're eating a keto diet and you're not supplying your blood, your body with those sugars and that glucose, there's not enough sugar present in the blood to create diabetic ketoacidosis if you're drinking exogenous ketones. So there's a big difference between ketosis and ketoacidosis. Did I explain that well? Like, Totally. You did. The only thing I would add is that ketoacidosis. Yes. When, when sugar is high, ketones are high, like high, like, and it's physiologically impossible for people that don't have that physiological condition to get into that state. And I think the amount of doctors and nurses and things that have said, but you'll just slide into ketoacidosis. It's like, nope, no, no, (laughs) you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that's again, ketoacidosis is more prevalent in type one than type two and type one is a whole nother beast. Yes, I totally agree. As a type two diabetic, if you're eating keto and you're um, getting your body fat adapted, then you're automatically increasing your insulin sensitivity and reducing your insulin resistance, which means there's a possibility that you can reverse type two diabetes. Like that's amazing. Yeah, completely it is. Back to today's episode in a sec. 
ButcherBox features 100% grass-fed and finished heritage-bred pork and organic free-range chicken. ButcherBox sends you high-quality, health-promoting meats directly to your door on dry ice and free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. ButcherBox makes committing to quality protein sources less expensive and more available to everyone. Their prices are hard to beat, and it's challenging to find a higher quality product anywhere in the USA. I've been using ButcherBox for years and love the convenience of a package showing up just when I need it, and their ground sausage is an absolute dream. ButcherBox has put together a super special deal for all listeners of the show. Order your first box and get a special gift plus an additional $20 off. Now, this special gift is so epic that I can't even mention it on the episode today. So you'll have to go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get your $20 off your very first order. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get $20 off your first order. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. So how do you see your ketogenic practice evolving in the future with exogenous ketones and fasting and all the things? Like, is there something you really want to try or something you want to adjust or things you've been thinking of adjusting? It really just depends on how our family dynamics work out. We're so one right now we're struggling with secondary infertility syndrome. And so it depends on if we can reverse, you know, reverse that if, you know, we're also going to adopt children. So it depends on what medical needs they have that come into it. But for right now into the foreseeable future, keto is our life. Like we plan on eating keto the rest of our lives because, and our daughter eats keto, like she's five and she eats keto um, with occasional, like she's a kid. So we give her, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we're not going to take that child away from her. Um, but for this foreseeable future, we will drink exogenous ketones every single day for as long as I can see, you know, but really I think what I would like to incorporate more as a family is extended fasting because there's so much research coming out now that's saying if you extend your fast into three days or more, you get into what's called autophagy. And that is where your body starts to take old or damaged cells and recycle them and then regenerate new cells. Um, and it actually helps with stem cell growth and you can help regenerate your immune system. There's just a ton of benefits to extended fasting. And so that's something that I want to start incorporating. And by extended fasting, I mean longer than longer than three days or three days or longer. Did you know that auto, I always say autophagy, but I know it's autophagy. You can actually stimulate autophagy on a ketogenic diet quicker than what studies show because you're already a ketogenic. So that three days can sometimes occur in like 24 hours. And also to stimulate autophagy, I always say it wrong, bergamot oil. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. So like Earl Grey tea, um, decaf or regular, just bergamot oil. You can even get like an essential oil bergamot. And I just add it to my water when I'm fasting. I have so many essential oil friends that I'm totally going to grab some of that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just heard the autophagy autophagy thing. Yes, I love it. And so I, that's something that I want to start incorporating more just to to make sure that our family is as healthy as we possibly can be. Yeah. And it's such simple things that you don't think, you know, looking back, oh my gosh, my relationship with fasting when I was a kid, we had this juice fast that we do every year for like, 
um, raising money for a child in Africa and everyone wouldn't eat all day. And my mom was not okay with her daughter not eating all day. So I got a note saying that I had to drink juice. So my mom would make me like fresh pressed juice and give me that because I was hypoglycemic and I couldn't go more than two hours without eating. I'd get so shaky. And even with the juice, I mean, hello, sugar, that didn't help at all. So I would like save up my allowance for this day and I would go to the vending machine during class to get food and eat it in the bathroom. Like I couldn't not eat. <laughs> That's so sad. Isn't that so sad? And so it's so cool that you can give the gift um, to your daughter and more children in your future to show them that there's so many different options on how to fuel their bodies and educating them on why they're doing things and these simple things that they'll have for the rest of their lives. Like that's such a gift. Exactly. Yes. What do you feel is missing in the keto space for women right now? So like I mentioned before, we are struggling with secondary infertility syndrome, which not a lot of people, I hadn't even heard about it until I started doing research on why we couldn't get pregnant again. Um, and then my sister-in-law actually sent me an article about it. So I want to see more research on, because I know it can help fertility. I know I have a ton of women that I talk to all the time that are like, ah, keto baby, I'm pregnant. Like they can't get pregnant. And then they go on keto and then bam, they get pregnant. And it's amazing. And I would love to see, again, as a teacher, more research on how keto affects infertility. Um, my sister struggled with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which also affects fertility. I would love to see um, research uh, on how keto can help with PCOS because I know it can, but I can't scientifically prove it. <laughs> you know, like I want to see more research on that. And then um, menopausal symptoms, as well as um, Alzheimer's and diabetes, because my grandmother is suffering from Alzheimer's, or not diabetes, uh, dementia, sorry, Alzheimer's and dementia. So my grandmother is struggling with Alzheimer's and dementia. And I know that I know that I know that I know that the brain prefers ketones over glucose as a fuel source. And so I know that there, there's something to it. I know that keto can help with Alzheimer's. I know there's been proven uh, research that MCT oil can help with Alzheimer's. Dr. Mary Newport, I don't know if you've heard of her. Yes, she's in our Happy Keto Body program. She is amazing. She, I have heard her speak at three different conferences and I like when every time she showed us, shows us the clock that her husband drew, I sob because my grandmother is walking through that right now. Um, and I'm so close to my grandmother. So I would love to see, um, I know Dr. Mary Newport is, you know, spearheading that movement. Um, I love her. If you don't know who she is, all those listeners out there, go look her up. She's amazing. I think her website is coconut or ketones, coconut or coconut ketones. Coconut um, ketones, I think I'll include it in the show notes. I'll look for it. Perfect. Um, and she's just, she's so amazing in spearheading that movement towards the research for Alzheimer's and dementia and how keto and MCT oils can improve those uh, diseases. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And I'm, I'm really sorry you have to experience that. My grandfather had Alzheimer's and it was, if I, I wish I would have known then what I know now because things would have been a lot different, I feel like, but I was like 10 years old. Like I, I, really understand what was happening, but it's just, it's so frustrating and it's such a horrible experience for everyone that knows that person. And even just for the person experiencing it, I couldn't imagine just feeling so out of control and not, you know, so I just, I feel, I feel for you and your family and I'm so sorry you have to experience this. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. So where can people find more from you? If anybody would like to talk to me, I, again, I've been on this keto journey for about five years. We've been drinking exogenous ketones for um, a little over a year and a half now. Uh, if you want to talk to me, I'm at facebook.com backslash Tiffany Summit. Uh, and it's two M's, two T's on the summit. <laughs> so summit like the mountain, but with two T's. And then on Instagram, my handle is at healthier keto. Perfect. And we'll include all those links in the show notes. And Tiffany, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was fun. Thank you so much for having me. I, you're amazing. Thank you for being such a huge influencer in this keto movement. I know like I'm in so many Facebook groups that are all about like, yes, Leanne and the keto diet book. And, oh my we just gosh. You. and I'm just so grateful for you and all that you do for the keto world. I can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me because I work really, really, really hard and that is just the sweetest thing. So thank you well, so much, Tiffany. So, so grateful for you. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more keto for women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.